0: Welcome to Rise, Pray, Love. This is Kevin Blevins.
1: And Casey Baxley.
0: And we're back for another episode. We're going to be talking tonight about having a teachable heart.
1: So this week I read um, a couple of devotionals that seem to be my reoccurring theme um, on having a teachable heart and how does that relate to being able to rise, pray, and love. And here's a sentence from the, or a couple of sentences from the devotional itself, and then we're going to unpack what that looks like. So it says, having a teachable heart is vital for knowing God more, for keeping what we have already attained in Him, and for actively engaging with Him from day to day, even being used by Him. When I was talking about it, I was thinking about how does that, how does a teachable heart help us rise, pray, and love?
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, Casey, when... Most of our life circumstances are going on. The only way we're going to change our natural inclination usually is kicking and screaming. Right. I mean, we're not going to go naturally into, okay, so I went to church on Sunday. Jesus called me to follow him. And on Monday morning, I'm a new creation. So everything's going to be different yeah. except my behavior.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: so uh, yeah so I'm gonna learn to walk with Jesus I'm gonna learn how that goes and so learning to rise pray and love are these things that I'm learning as I fall deeper in love with him by learning who he is through his word by learning who he is through prayer and through fellowship with other believers and hearing how he's working in their life.
1: right and if if you don't have a teachable heart if you if you don't if your heart is not in the position where you're willing to learn something willing to change a behavior willing to increase those things that you're reading in the word then you're gonna you're gonna harm your relationship with Jesus instead of help it
0: right because you're going to insert things that are not from him right Uh, there are really good people in this world but they don't know the heart of God. There are people who do really good things, uh, but they don't—they don't have the heart of God unless they know Him through the power of Christ.
1: Yeah, and you know that term "teachable heart" to me. I mean, I you know I've got an education background, and um, Kevin always makes fun of me about being being the teacher. Um, but what I like about that is we know what it is to be teachable. We know what it is to be coachable. We know what it is, and we know what our heart is. And, you know, I, you know, thinking about teaching the kids even, it's not just the pumping heart that's the physical heart that's going on. It's that character um, of, of who we are on the inside and how that overflows mm-hmm. um, into our relationship with Jesus and our relationship with others.
0: Right. And so when you talk about being teachable, mm-hmm there's an element of surrender
1: yes which is hard
0: well because there we're, we're, what's the only place surrender comes from
1: well I mean it comes from your
0: heart it comes from your heart but it also comes from a place of brokenness right we can't surrender unless we have released something given something up and there is a form of brokenness that comes in those moments that we have to be able to let go uh, and in this case let God yeah uh, come in and be the teacher and be teachable be receptive to uh, and so yeah I mean you know any, anyone who stood up in front of a group of humans, whether they are little humans or big humans, doesn't matter. Right. Uh, if you've stood up in front of a group of humans, you can tell when the group is receptive to what you're saying, mm-hmm. and you can tell when they are not receptive to what you're saying. Right. And when they are receptive to what you're saying, it fuels you. It, it gives you energy. You feel the dynamic of the relationship between teacher and Student, and, yeah, because you know, it
1: even deepens on that on yes. that level. So you start connecting with people you've never even met before, right? Because they're starting to agree with and understand and and move with you down whatever road you're trying to take them down, right. and that's no different than our relationship with Jesus.
0: The, the 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 way it's very different is that we can ultimately and completely trust. Mm -hmm. that where he is taking us and how he is taking us is what is ultimately best for us. Uh, Even when we can't sense it because of the resistance that our sinful nature or our flesh or those around us in this world are, are trying to encourage us that this is not good for you, this is not the right path for you. Yet when we confirm through the reading of his word and through the leading of his Holy Spirit that Jesus is actually doing a work in our life, then we know uh, without a doubt that what is going on is of him and we need to receive all that we can and be and be teachable and moldable in those moments to receive all that he has for us
1: and and what I found through the years is is my most teachable moments are probably my scariest moments mm. because it would be the things that I never would have thought I would have done mm. um, we've talked before about how I never thought I would be on stage mm. you know we know I would never be you know, performing or talking or teaching from a large stage with a whole bunch of people. And for years I, you know, I was teaching two and three and 400 people a weekend. Mm. Um, and I would have never <laughs> would have never chosen that path. Mm. Um, but because of, of what I hope is a teachable heart in my relationship with Jesus, I was able to, to do those things. Mm. So, well, we can even talk about the job that I've, I've got now. Yeah. I mean, it's cybersecurity and cloud management which is nothing that I have ever known.
0: Yeah. Yeah, That would be like someone putting me in charge of literal security. (laughs) No matter how high the fences were or how thick the walls were, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not an imposing present. No one is going to be scared (laughs) away. But uh, to your point, when we walk into these situations that stretch us and that call things out in us that we didn't know were there, we can find confidence in a sovereign God who has known a plan that is our life from since before we were born. And if we trust that He is not only sovereign but powerful uh, and creator of everything, then we know without a doubt that he is not going to leave us or forsake us uh, or uh, put us in a situation that we can't without leaning into him accomplish everything that we're supposed to accomplish
1: yeah you used a big churchy word just then what does sovereign
0: mean so sovereign what when when we say god is sovereign jesus really i think gave us the best explanation of sovereignty when he said that all authority in heaven And on earth had been given to him. And so a sovereign is someone who has ultimate and complete and total authority. Um, In the days of the kings and queens, Mm -hmm. right? Emperors, they were considered sovereign. Um, Their word was law. They simply spoke it and it had to come to be. Uh, People moved heaven and earth gave their lives did whatever they had to do to accomplish the will of the sovereign and so Jesus uh, as a sovereign Lord of our lives has established his kingdom as King of Kings and Lord of Lords on In our hearts for now, and then he will return someday to establish his his kingdom on earth, but but the point is, is that we are as followers of Jesus, those who have surrendered our lives to him, we are now members of the kingdom of heaven, and we are serving at his pleasure. So when I say he is sovereign, again, this is about submission. This is about us ultimately laying down our lives to live the life that he has called us to, to live in his kingdom.
1: And the the thing about that is none of that is easy. <laughs> none of it is especially this day and age where there's so much chaos and so much going on and we've done we've done generations now a couple of generations now of self-help and selfness and pull your you know pull yourself up and do it yourself kind of thing that this idea that we're going to submit and that we're going to follow and that we're going to have a teachable heart that maybe what we're doing isn't correct and, and it's either a teachable heart and that it's going to be corrected or it's a teachable heart, and that it's going to be encouraged. Um, that's hard.
0: So, in you know, current media outlets uh, all over the place, you read about people defining for themselves mm-hmm. who they are, right? What their sex is, what what their sexual preferences, what their uh, pronouns are. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't uh, normal rules of language don't apply because the person is ultimately in control and has sovereignty over their own life uh, in a way that they get to define for other people what they are determined to be and this is a road that has a slippery slope to every kind of evil that is defined um, because what will ultimately happen is, is people will be given over to their appetites right. and they will be left to the basest, basest, uh, instincts of human nature, which we know from reading, uh, in Genesis alone, mm-hmm. uh, and in, uh, several books in the old Testament of stories of when God had to step in because humans had, had given themselves over to every kind of evil. Yep. Uh, this is the kind of thing that happens when we see people defying biology, yep. when we see people redefining uh, basic understandings of who we are and how we were created to be. Um, this is people inserting themselves in the role of sovereign in their life and their, their hearts are not teachable uh they're not open to well and 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 let's let's not only say that they're not they're not only not teachable right they're not only not receptive to what other people would say hey that's not true this is truth um but they don't want you to believe what you believe is truth they want to stand against that because they believe they are ultimately sovereign in a way that not only affects what they believe about themselves but controls what other people believe about them right And that, to me, uh, is is where we lose hope, we lose uh, a track of how we can, uh, you know, find our way back to the ultimate truth, which is the Word of God, the, the, you know, the living Word. Right. And when we find our truth there, Casey, uh, you know, if you've got that scripture, maybe now would be a good time to read it, but... But this this scripture actually defines what a teachable heart is, and I think it's going to help us kind of find the words here to describe why we believe what we believe and how we believe it.
1: So this is Psalm, Psalms, Psalms uh, 69, 32, and here's what it says. It says, The humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help be encouraged. For the Lord hears the cries of the needy. He does not despise his imprisoned people.
0: So... That first sentence, read it, read it again.
1: The humble will see their God at work and be glad.
0: So here's the thing. When we see uh, Moses at the burning bush, mm-hmm. it's obvious from the posture he takes and from the way he follows God's instructions to the nth that he is humbled in that moment in the presence of God. And so therefore he has a conversation with God. Right. Um, when um, Paul who was then Saul is on the road to Damascus and, and he has an encounter with the living Christ and struck blind. It humbles him to the point of becoming something completely different in his life. He is, he is un completely undone. Um, and, and that comes from this moment where you know they're able to submit themselves ultimately to God. Now I, I'm not subscribing to uh, hey you have to have a burning bush or a road right. to Damascus experience yeah, no. to have these things. But but what you and I know is is that in everyday life occurrences we can talk about the miracles of God in our life because we are we are we have humbled ourselves to say uh, Casey and Kevin are better people than everyone else on planet Earth. No, that's not what we're saying. No. We're, that's not at all what we're saying. No. In fact, what we're saying is we are so desperate for God's help. Yes. What we, we, what we read in the scriptures tell us uh, that, that we, when, when we looked, read it again, look, that one sentence. When, uh,
1: for the Lord hears the cries of the needy. Is that the one you want?
0: No, the first sentence.
1: The humble will see their God at work and be glad.
0: So when we, when we find ourselves at the end of who we are, and we want to know who he is, mm-hmm. that's when we get to see him, right? Now read the, the other. Uh,
1: for the Lord hears the cries of the needy.
0: For the Lord hears the cries of the needy. So if we ignore the fact that we need, then we will not be satisfied.
1: Well, and one of the things that comes to me with this is, so the word humble, mm-hmm. the word seek, the word, um, well, here's the cries, the cries of the needy, all of those words, if you were reading those in some other article and you're reading them about somebody, you may think at that point, oh, that person is um, weak or m- a meek or mild <laughs> or anything like that. But that's what I love about scripture is those things, these are powerful words. Being able to be humble and to seek God and to tell him what we need by crying about it, by letting that out, that's powerful. That's not, it's not a meek thing.
0: Yeah, we don't, we don't, uh, by leveraging or gaining control over other people or ourselves in, in front of other people, we don't gain strength that is powerful and everlasting and eternal. And all those things that God is if we want to tap into that level of power, then what we have to do is realize that we are nothing and he is everything. Right. Uh, and so you're right. Um, the, the world says that to be successful and strong and number one and adored and receive all the accolades and glory you have to be better, you have to be stronger, you have to be faster, you have to be better looking. God says, if you humble yourself, if you serve others, Mm -hmm. if you put the needs of others above your own, if you uh, allow other people to go first, these are the kinds of things that will allow you to see the power of God in your
1: life. Yeah, yeah, it's just absolutely opposite of what we think on a daily basis, which I think is why Rise, Pray, Love came about was because in these things, and you get so deep into whatever your circumstance is that you, you can't see how to get out of that. And so if – well, first you have to look <laughs> to be able to get out of that situation. But if, if that is something, if you're wanting to change your perspective, being able to rise above it, you know, pray, and then love somebody else – is going to give you a different perspective. Mm. I I don't know if you ever watched um, NCIS, but NCIS used to be one of my favorite shows. And there was a a lady named Abby, and she was the um, forensic scientist person. So she was always down in the basement, and she was putting all the clues together and finding the answer. And one of the detectives comes in and says, what are you doing? And she had been at the same position, looking at the case the same way for a long time. So what did she do? She laid down on the floor. Because she thought at that point, okay, now I have a different perspective and I can help finish the case. And I think if we could remember that when we're in all these different crazy situations that we just need a change in perspective. Mm. Well, that change in perspective may be a teachable heart. It may be, you know, rising that day, or it may be praying that day, or it may be, you know, depending on, you know, what's going on, depends on how you get out of that. But it's just a change in perspective, which Mm. is that humbleness.
0: And sometimes the change of perspective, to to have that teachable heart, is going to come from the most unexpected places. Absolutely. Right? Uh, sometimes it's in the word of a kid. Yep. Or sometimes it's in uh, an experience with a coworker that you weren't expecting. Or maybe it's, um, you know, in the needs of some other person that you encounter, and you realize how blessed you are and how much you have and it it can come in so so many different ways but you know we're we're predisposed to serve ourselves yes we're predisposed to want to rule to want to be in charge to want to be seen as one who knows and so that automatically shuts down any opportunity to have that teachable heart the way that we're kind of talking about it tonight. And so we want to do the other things that God is pointing out in the scripture
1: here. The next line that that we were um, looking at earlier says, having a teachable disposition before God not only blesses him, it allows him to use us in greater measures.
0: Man, so, you know, one of the things that um, a lot of people that I talk to who talk about, you know, when, when we start talking about, life and what we've accomplished. Maybe we were, you know, gay and our recently empty nesters. And so we're, we're, we're constantly, you know, people are asking us how, how's that going? Mm-hmm. What's that like? And, uh, most of them are people with kids still at home. And so, you know, it's easy to get into these discussions about what it all means. Yeah. You know, and it's easy to get into discussions like, uh, you know, man, I hope my kids, aren't destroyed by the way i raised them as a yes. parent right yes. <laughs> i hope i haven't damaged them beyond yeah. repair yeah. i ho- i hope that i have done some good in this world i hope that i'm making a difference mm-hmm. somewhere right right and uh the idea here is that if we truly want to make a difference then we have to be teachable yeah and we have to have humility so that we're able to hear God talking to us through the circumstances, showing us things through the people that he places in our life. Uh, even when we might not want to.
1: Yeah. Some of the most powerful moments I've ever had with God is when I'm quiet, which as you know, is not often, (laughs) I've never been lack of words (coughs) or opinions, but, um, in fact, I have a friend that jokes with me because I always say God speaks to me at nine. And I said, I just don't understand why. And she was like, because that's the only time you're quiet because you're asleep. <laughs> um, and so, but being able to, to be teachable and be humble is in those quiet moments. And so I love, um, like it brings to, to mind the image of a lot of the pictures you've seen where you see like one individual or one animal sitting in the picture and then you see all the storm waves kind of coming up around them, but they're protected. You know, that's how I've envisioned humbleness <clears throat> As I'm sitting there at the feet of Jesus and I'm quiet and I'm listening for what he's trying to tell me mm-hmm. while all of the storms are still going on around me. He didn't remove the storms. He just protected me with where I am. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what Psalms 69:32 is saying to me is, OK, to be humble, you've got to be quiet. Um, and then you have to to be glad with what he's doing and then seek him. For the mm-hmm. things that that you need
0: you know one of the things that i think uh, brings about humility is when we're willing a willingness to yield mm-hmm. uh, and so you just brought to mind when you said that you know uh, one of the things that i don't do well i don't do solitude
1: right as well. <laughs> yes
0: like like i i'm a strong believer and never go to lunch alone I'm a strong believer in, you know, that we're to be disciple makers or to be discipled in in relationships. And that, uh, so we should take as much advantage in this life as we can in, in relationship with other people, Uh, which aren't bad things. No, no, no. But there is great value in having to sit alone with God. Um, and talk to him and listen for him and, meditate on who he is and who we are in relationship to him there's true humility that can come from those moments at least in my life and and i encourage anybody like me who constantly needs to be in motion or constantly needs to have a task or constantly needs to have engagement with other humans mm-hmm. that breaking yourself away from that and making yourself spend solitary moments alone with god While it doesn't feel comfortable or natural or, you know, easy at first, you will come to value the things that you learn about yourself and learn about who he is uh, so much that you will begin to want those things in your life more. But I just encourage anybody, think of the things that, that you don't like to do and see if you can find a way to do some of those things in a measured way and find God in yeah
1: well and, and if you if you're not having a teachable heart then you're not able to to listen to him you know and, and that's probably the question i don't know about you but that's probably the question i get the most is well how do i hear god mm-hmm. i don't even you know I, he's, he's not giving me a neon line he's not speaking to me directly you know how do i and sometimes it's just whatever the scripture is that you're reading that day and it just stays in your mind and on your heart the rest of the day
0: yeah you know casey that's a really good point I mean, I think that one thing I I strongly encourage everyone is don't accept something as a word from the Lord until you measure it against scripture. Absolutely. Um, because you are a source of untruth in your flesh. The Bible says that there is nothing more evil than the heart of man. I mean, we are, we are, predisposed to be enemies of God. And when Christ comes in and makes us a new creation, we have the truth of God in us. That's why when we read the scriptures, the Holy Spirit is able to interpret them for us. And so we need to spend time in God's word so that when we see his truth and we hear his voice, we know who it is. That well, is speaking to
1: and, us. and you can think about it like how many times in your life have you, you know, it's like this, even this teachable heart thing, it was like, okay, I heard it. I heard the, you know, a preacher talk about it on a podcast, and then I saw it in scripture, and then my friend came over and said something about it, and it's like, okay, God, I got it, like. <laughs>
0: right, right. But you reading. knew it was Him because you were seeking Him, right. not because um, something weird happened that could only be explained by some sentient being speaking in your life, right? right? I mean, what sentient being, who was it from?
1: It wasn't a coincidence that just happened right. to happen. Right. You know right. it, it was God speaking, right.
0: yeah. So, um, even you listening to this podcast today is the work of God in your life. Yes. Uh, how do I know that? Well, because I know that the places I have been where I have heard the word of God taught, and I've heard people who have experienced his power in their life give testimony. Those moments have served to to build into my life a faith that I cannot neither run from nor avoid. Mm -hmm. And so um, I encourage you that uh, the sovereign God of the universe is at work in your life, take heart. If you're hearing mine and Casey's voice today, uh, he wants to know you, he wants you to know him. Uh, He loves you and because he loves you, uh, there's never gonna be a time when he doesn't want the very best for you. So whatever your circumstances are right now, uh, we encourage you to contact us in case he's going to go through the ways in which you can do that. Uh, You can actually get a hold of us and we actually will respond. Uh, And and so, you know, we we would love to do that. We would love to walk with you. We would love to talk with you. So um, we are here to pray with you and encourage you at any moment.
1: So the way that you can get a hold of us is we have two different options. One is website, which is real easy, risepraylove.com, Um And I have a message on, that you can message us there. Or if you love Facebook, like lots of people do, then you can join our Facebook group. Um, and it is also Rise, Pray, Love. So um, either one of those ways is great. And like you said, we would be happy to speak with you, encourage you, um, and get to know the people that are listening.